a.k.a. podcasting from a spare bedroom in exurban Atlanta. Welcome to the Godless Heathens Podcast, everybody. Thanks for listening. I'm Don. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jerry. This is a podcast by atheists that talks about a lot of things, not just atheism. We will challenge your assumptions and ours, too. Definitely not here to preach to the atheist choir, but to critique, ridicule, and poke fun at anyone, especially ourselves. So join us as we examine the crossroads of politics and religion from the secular perspective. And remember, don't believe everything you hear on this podcast or anywhere else for that matter until you've independently verified it for yourself. In other words, Google, Google Duck that, that shit. Episode 31, end of the year, last episode of 2018. That doesn't sound right. Yeah. We so should, it's sorry. the uh, Godless Heathens on Ice. Whoa. End of year spectacular. Yeah. <laughs> ice capades. Remember ice capades? I think that might be a registered trademark. You might have what? Ice you might go to do Dutch. Dating right? yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Battle of the network stars. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ice hockey then. There you go. How about that? Seriously? You called it ice hockey? Why do you find, like, everything that I, <laughs> I actually give a shit about and then... You say it like ice hockey. Well, there's two kinds of hockey. There's ice hockey and there's, like, field hockey. I was just being specific. Oh. That's exactly what he was talking about. Uh, there's not two types of hockey. <laughs> there's, there's, there's hockey. And, and then there's this other game called we field not, hockey. We do not live in the Netherlands or South Africa or wherever else they play that sport where you're constantly hunched over with like a wooden candy cane for a stick. <laughs> That's field hockey. And I'm sure it's a fine sport. Here, I don't mean to disparage. <laughs> here... In America, America, and in, in Canada, in Canada, hey. just hockey. It's not the National Ice Hockey League. Mm. The NHL. It's the NHL. It's hockey. The National Hockey League. Sorry, what, what are you going to pick on that? <laughs> Is there a national <laughs> like peanut butter? League? Love peanut butter. You going to make fun of that too? <laughs> is it all natural peanut butter? <laughs> yes, it is. Always. <laughs> Sorry, deep rabbit hole. But he started it. He did. <laughs> he didn't start it. He came in here swinging. I had no idea. Talking shit about hockey. No idea. That That's okay. A, that was we're a gonna, sore subject. But we're gonna we're gonna swing back in topic number one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it is another one of your friends. Yeah. What's today's date? Thursday, the 20, December twenty seventh. Twenty seventh. Two yep. days after Christmas, and it is the terrible outside. Yeah. Cold. It's nasty. Rainy. It's rainy. Sucks oh, it is. here in Exurban Atlanta. But it's, it's the Four-year anniversary of the end of and the five-year anniversary of the beginning of Ryan Bell's year One without Year Without God. God. Yep. And that's another good friend of yours. Yep. All right. So who are we going to talk about next week? Which one of Jeff's friends are Just we going to discuss? Former ministers or current <laughs> yeah. ministers. Anybody, or, we can, or yeah. anybody we can call. Or people that piss me off. Or, oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, or his uh, good friend Nadia. Yes, from the last episode. That's how we should, we should call. Um, we won't. I got confirmation she's going to be on in two weeks here live. I'm going to be first guest out of town. Yeah. I'll be out of town. 
So yes, Ryan Bell's anniversary. Yes. Yeah. So those that don't know, and I'm sure we'll put a link on that. Yeah, absolutely. Give give a little background about Ryan and his and his year. So I mean, yeah, how it started was he was a um, Seventh Day Adventist pastor in Hollywood, California. I mean, he you know went through the seminary, I think, in Chattanooga. And so anyway, that's a fairly conservative religion. Um, and so he went up through the ranks. Really, that word isn't fair to fairly. That is. <laughs> they're a pretty. They're a conservative. Without religion. the fairly involved. Yeah, okay. I think. Yeah. I think yeah. pretty much they're they're kind of hardcore. Yeah, although they don't have like a literal burning hell kind of thing. Mm. They're big time obsessed with end of the world. Right. Prophecy. Yeah, but I don't think they have a literal burning hell like we do. Well, no, nor do the Mormons. But that's another rabbit hole down there. Who's we? The mouse in my pocket. I guess. <laughs> Him and all the evangelicals. You know, we also discussed that you could be a mole last week. You're, mm-hmm. Now you're giving us. You're, you're giving saying us, we. You're giving us evidence. Mm-hmm. You really could be the Maria Butina <laughs> without the good looks <laughs> of the atheist movement. Drink more beer, Jerry. Nothing. Hey, look, nothing personal, but you know she's better looking than you. I, I get that. That's why I she has that. her arm around like every republic. There's pictures of her oh, with every Republican yeah. politician of note, <laughs> and some of non-note. But anyway, <laughs> so you know he came from that tradition, but he he was a pastor at a church in Hollywood, California, and was a little bit more progressive out there. You know, he was more embracive of LGBT issues, um, social justice issues. And so, you know, he had kind of tweaked, I don't know what they call them, you know, the bishops or whatever in his church to his, like, where he was kind of pushing the limits. And so, you know, as he was kind of deconstructing his own religion on this stuff doesn't make sense. You know, mm-hmm. why why are you against gay, lesbian? He kind of came to a point where, you know, it's like, I need to take a year out. Well, he was kind of forced out, you know, the church kind of pushed him out. But he thought, I'm yeah, he, take kinda, a, he, he was he was kind of like, oh, he was... Yeah, the church, like, the church booted him after he made the announcement, according to the according yeah, to the article. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't very long. He made the announcement. They got to first time they could all schedule the meeting. This guy needs to leave. Yeah, but I think they had those conversations yeah. before. It's like this is not he, the best kind of when he gave his presentation. We went and saw him and Greta yeah. at Kennesaw. They uh, he talked about how everybody knew he was no longer a minister. He was the last, the last one to find one, out. Which yeah, is normally everybody else knew that works, his, yeah. his days of ministering were done. Yeah, right, right. He was the last one to come to you know, this conclusion. At the end of that, um, the, the term with the Adventists, you know, he still was a believer, but he wasn't quite sure. Is like, well, maybe I'm a, a Episcopalian. I don't, you know, yeah. I don't know. So, do you he, think that's where his head was? Well, he was questioning, and as he, you know, he wasn't. But quite, do, you, do you think he, he knew his particular slice of religion? Right, wasn't the, con, the, right. The, the, the more conservative Maybe there was another ends, right, and he had been part of, you know, yeah. uh, marginally, I guess, the emergent movement that I was part of, and Nadia. We was, should was we should part ding of. every time. Emergent, emergent movement. Emergent movement. Yeah. yeah. And we'll put a definition. And I know you're that. thinking the same thing, the same puerile joke. Yeah, that yeah. We're not, we're not yeah. going to mention, yeah. but you know, please continue. You're, you're mourning. Emergent movement. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't supposed to say it. Oh, uh, okay. Because that's okay. well, he was looking at me like like the well, lost I puppy need dog. A little more details. Yeah, you know what we were talking yeah. about. Yeah, okay. yeah. We, we know what we were talking you about. You didn't. You didn't on this. Coffee one. induced. Yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. Coffee induced. Yeah. <laughs> but it is kind of the same thing as catching last the last stop before you know the shit hits the fan. Yeah. So or the bowl, so to speak. It's the bowl. Makes sense. Oh, bro. Uh, you know <laughs> what? Maybe maybe we should we should 
tell the audience what we're drinking because based on the last couple minutes, they think we've been <laughs> we're drinking, drinking more than we have. We're drinking something. Y'all have got the oil can over here. Yep. What, what is that? This is called the <laughs> All-Star Special. Didn't mean to cough while I said that. It's a barrel-age breakfast stout from Dry County Brewery just down the road in Kennesaw, Georgia. And you stopped and picked that up on the way over here. Yeah, I, f- I found out when, when Jerry was going to be a little bit delayed. I thought, oh, oh man, yeah. I got a little bit of time here. Yeah. I could do a stop by. There you go. And so I did. And what is that, 24 ounces? 36 yeah, ounces? What is that? 32, 32 ounce. 32. Okay, yeah. I thought it looked a little big for It's 24. delicious, by the way. I it appreciate is. it. And, and I need, need some more help, Jerry. Otherwise, it's not going to end well. What is a breakfast stout? Well, you can have it for breakfast. You can have it for breakfast. He is a bad line or of conversation. It. He is not going to be able to answer these questions. <laughs> I think it has coffee in it for one thing. Okay. Like breakfast. I know. Yeah, you know, had to be something. And this one, I can maybe taste a little bit of maple syrup. Oh, okay. So, so some, some bacon, pancakes, some bacon. So, yeah. A little bit of eggs in there. I think there's some some home fries. Look, <laughs> look, little, little, little corn flakes. some corn flakes in there. I don't know. So Ryan Bell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm having a red wine. So his his uh, year Not without bad. God was something he just kind of joked about with one of his friends is, you know, like, yeah, you ought to you ought to blog about this. What he planned on doing That's was taking a year off and exploring theism, trying to find out the best theistic arguments to kind of keep them. That's you know, so Hollywood in LA though. What? Just lost my job. You should do a blog, man. You know, just do a well, blog. He had great subject matter though. Right, too. Yeah. And that it's a savvy bit of marketing. And maybe it wasn't intentional. Intent, well, maybe you know needed a place, but it was savvy marketing. And savvy marketing has come under fire in this podcast because <laughs> that's basically what you accuse Nadia of. And I don't even know her. I don't yeah, even yeah, know yeah. her. But yeah. if you're going to come in here and make fun of hockey. <laughs> <laughs> but my God, it's coming back around. Uh, well, I guess I don't always see it as a bad thing. And I think the closer you are to the subject matter, the... The more forgiving? <laughs> no, the less forgiving. Uh, the less for, the closer you are to the subject matter, the less forgiving you are about marketing because it would seem less legit, well, less pure, mm-hmm. poser-like. Right, right, yeah. You've, and to me, the difference yeah. is, are you the one that's intentionally behind the marketing or are others outside... You know, outside of your control doing the marketing. What's the difference? Plenty, I think. You know, because cause Ryan didn't ask for, like, CNN to interview him. They did. It. Somehow they picked up on the story because I think... You, think Neil, Carter, you think Neil Carter's a marketer? Mm, I do. Uh, he is on Patheos, but I don't see him... He's got a brand, man. Yeah. He did the uh, CBS Sunday Morning that mm-hmm. uh, Mandisa did. And who else? There was somebody else was on that. I can't remember. Yeah, but I don't think he has like a PR, what do you call those, agents or whatever that's saying, hey, we need to get you in. No, no, but they did put them on the scene, so to speak. I can't believe you, you don't recognize his brand. Yeah. You're without God. Or it's life <laughs> after God. Ryan's. Now. Yeah. That was Ryan's, but, but Neil's. Oh, Neil's. Godless and Dixie. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it's a catchy name. Right. But where is it gone, though? I don't know where he wants to go with it. Right. I mean, he's still... Um, and he may not want it to go any more than he does, but that's still marketing. He's got a label on it. It gives him a platform that he... Which I think is important mm-hmm. to have a platform. Right. Yes. yes. Who's the friendly atheist? That's branding right there. Yeah. That's marketing, and he deserves everything... Like, all the success that he gets. If he was just 
like three semi-anonymous guys in a bedroom in an exurban Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, not it's, even trying. Right. <laughs> you know? not, not that hard, at least. <laughs> but it was savvy whether it was intentional or not. And Well, there's different degrees of, of marketing, I guess I would say. And, and, you know, so what we're kind of dancing around a little bit is, you know, the Nadia Bolsweber thing is where she was packaged, you know, by... The emergent movement, first of all, Ding. and and Ding. then you know because they wanted to get they wanted to get groovy hip pastors out there. I mean, before she was part of that, you know, she was kind. Of, I don't know how, what's what's the word I'm looking for, but she, you know, I, I had a before and after picture that I shared with you guys, mm-hmm. and she had tattoos, but she didn't have the hairdo, she didn't have you know the hipster clothes and all that kind of stuff. That, but she doesn't. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but she. Sounds like she offends you on some level. Well, it's it's not her, but it was basically the book publishers, and I'm drawing a blank on the name of the, you know, whoever the, the major book publisher was. I don't, I don't know if it was originally Zondervan, which is a Christian book publisher, but one mm-hmm. of those people, you know, kind of was behind all the, the tweaks, and you need to do this, you need to do that. We need to get you out to these places for yeah. your book tour. Those packages. Right. Packaging. Yeah. So she because, you know, the, the, the thing behind that is they want to save the institution. So it was an institutional move to save the church. And so, you know, they'll package and, and, and repackage stuff in order to sell it to the, the young people. But and that's do what you, she but was. In doing that, you feel like it's less legit or it's pandering or it's less sincere because and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but that's the vibe I get. Well, yeah, because in her case, and there's other cases, without that repackaging, you know, she probably couldn't have reached, or, you know, been on the tour to talk to, like, young kids and... For sure. So... And, and, and so, you know, but what, what I'm getting at is is she is not authentically who she was before uh, that started. Uh-huh. And, and, you know, Says back who? to, like, I mean, if you look at her history before that, you know, she was a pastor's wife and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, she started her own church, but it wasn't the kind of hipster church that it turned into. It was all... What if they just helped her find... And I don't know her, and I'm not defending her. But what if they just helped her find her voice? Gave her room to spread her wings. That would be be the accommodating viewpoint. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. the totally accommodating viewpoint versus the you're not real. You're You're a... package that somebody you're a personality that somebody assigned to you it doesn't bother me because i guess it doesn't surprise me and we had somebody like that on the atheist side should we do it but would you have to repackage and make them somebody that they're not that's what i'm saying so you think it's a devil's bargain so if that devil's bargain presented themselves to the atheist world where somebody went into some marketing car wash and came out with this media savvy, social media attractive, polished atheist evangelist message. Yeah. People message will, people flock to atheism because of the magnetic personality of that person that before <laughs> they started this process was just some schmo mm-hmm. in an exurban Atlanta bedroom podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. And they took one of us and all of a sudden we're the Tony Robbins of atheism white teeth is yeah. if, if they tweaked your story let's and taller. say uh-huh. and said Jerry was a uh, 
He was a priest in the Catholic Church, and he finally came he out. He kicked his heroin habit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Make up a whole backstory. Right. So, I mean, if yeah. you have to make up a you know little story here and there, oh, you, you think know, it's a bit. lie? That story. You think there's there's like, a, a like falsehoods. I better be careful. <laughs> we don't want to right. get our podcast but, sued. We could we could have somebody on our podcast that knows a lot more about the story. Sure, we and we, we, we probably and, won't. Yeah, <laughs> but, but I'm saying don't, don't get people's hopes up. Right. That, that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, but I'm just saying that there's people that know far more to the story than well, what just I like, was faced Just like with. anything, though, if you know somebody before they break it big, they seem more authentic in the past than they than their new you know persona. So if you right. Some some guys you went to high school with in a band that made it big. You knew them w- back when, right? And now they've got a machine sold out for them. success. Yeah, I think that's just natural. It's just to a certain point. But I mean, well, anyway, now I don't want to go too far down the rabbit hole. <laughs> with Ryan, I was surprised in Hemet's original article when he said I didn't agree with his methodology at the time. I felt like he was. Just exploring an alternative option, not actually, quote, becoming, unquote, an atheist. Hmm. And the fact that he had a negative opinion and came out with that and then basically admitted, yeah, maybe my attitude wasn't the best at this. Well, here's here's a little backstory, too. But that's credit, credit to Hemet. Well, absolutely. And there was a lot in the atheist and I would say the skeptic community, there was a, a Facebook group that I that I had for a while called Skept Emergent. It was for a lot of people that were from the emergent movement. You should trademark that. Skept Emergent. Skept Emergent. Speaking of marketing. It's, it's still on Facebook. There's um, a Skept Emergent group on Facebook? On Facebook, yeah. And so mm-hmm. it was kind of that, that transition for, you know, kind of a conversation between people that were still in emergent and those those that came out. And I remember when it was that... was the shallow end of the atheist pool. Well, in the, the shallow end of the yeah, Christian yeah. pool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So it's where you can kind of swim together. And, yeah. You know, not, that's, where not, the, that's where they kind of meet. That's where the magic happens. Yeah. <laughs> that's where your rubber duckies bump one another. <laughs> bumping duckies. <laughs> but so Ryan was part of that. And I remember when that story came out, a lot of us pushed back. It's like, how can you do a year without God? And, you know, this sounds, what was the book that came out a long time ago? Black Like Me, where the guy... You know, did blackface or whatever to try to go undercover as yeah. and experience the black community. There was somebody that did a book on um, as part of our emerging group that went undercover, posed as a gay guy. You know, so one of those kind of stories. And we thought, so you're just going to do a story like yeah. that. So we were questioning his authenticity about this. And so as we found out, he was the real deal. So, so even you. To, yeah, we questioned. You guys were skeptical. So absolutely. Yeah. Wait, we're in the skeptic emerging group. What yeah. do you expect, we man? Were, yeah. <laughs> so you were still, still had a, had a foot in that pool, so to speak. No, I mean, I, at, that, at time, that time, when I had that group, I was an atheist. Okay. But still trying to have a conversation, you know, oh, figuring you were that, you almost know, evangelizing yeah. atheism. That's standing people, on the edge of the pool, just people, right, the people most out. vulnerable. I mean, yeah. um, willing to listen to your <laughs> to your marketing. If, if you're open to deconstruction, come on all the way down, baby. So his project was a very serious exploration of you know the best arguments for theism. And so he interviewed people from from you know the progressive ends. He wasn't willing to interview people like. William Lane Craig, right? Yeah. You know, he was beyond that. 
And then also people from the atheist community trying to find out, you know, what the real story was. And He's kind of just the opposite of Hemet when he made his splash on the scene selling his soul on eBay. Right. And Whew. Good yeah, marketing. A savvy marketing. bit of that. Marketing. Yeah, that's <laughs> there. Marketing right there. Yeah. Where the highest bidder would win, he would go to a church of their choosing every weekend for a year. And the person that ended up winning told them he doesn't care what service he goes to and where, just as long as he goes to a service every weekend for the next year. You don't have to go to a particular church or even a particular denomination. But be involved in a religious service of some type or another every week for the next 52 weeks. Now, had you read that book? I have not. I have not. But that was what kind of got him on the first, you know, put him on the map. Hmm. Look at that. Good title. Again, another good title. Yeah. (laughs) Big time. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Now, I remember he- hearing about this story and never thinking for a second he would go back. Oh, who? Ryan Bell? Yeah. Oh, absolutely not. Like, a, like, yeah. it, like it, it was like a, a movie without a cliffhanger. Yeah. Like, I could practically write this yeah. movie. Yeah. It's like I never... Th- like, if, He's probably going to marry the pretty girl and settle down <laughs> on the farm, right. you know? <laughs> if, if, if he would if he would have gone back to religion... That would have been... That would have... That yeah. mind blown. Yes. Like, yeah. But well, and that, this was like, oh, he did, huh? No kidding. It was more of just he really a, was serious about it. This is a first year away from religion blog. But there were a lot of people on the, uh, the the progressive Christian side that had the kind of hopes that he would come back because that would be such a big win. He went and explored all these things about atheism. Like and still came back to God. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? It's atheist sure. rumspringer. Yeah. That's, that's the, when the... Amish children, when the Amish children go out into the world and experience the world and then have the chance to come back. You go play out there for a while. See if you want to be part of the real world or you want to come back. Get a reality show. (laughs) Got your horse and buggy waiting on you when you get back. Or not. Jedediah. (laughs) Right. But yeah, so he did a very deep dive into both sides of the story and came out on our side, which is the only logical conclusion, you know. But, of course. That's why it wasn't a cliffhanger. No, right, exactly. Yeah. It was like, mm, okay. Oh, he went with reason. How about <laughs> no, that? No kidding. <laughs> Shocker. I didn't, I didn't realize it was as involved, though. I didn't realize it was a exploration of all kinds of other religions. Not other religions, I don't think. It was, like, mostly Christianity and then atheism. So it wasn't cold turkey. He didn't go just, it's Atheist Monday, day one of atheism. I, th- I think he pretty much gave up on praying and stuff like that. But you know, my understanding, you know, is is that he pretty much had given up on that earlier. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you you don't go from one to the other in, in that short period of time. There has he had to have been doing some sort of deconstruction. Oh, absolutely. Leading right, up, right. And I think that's what he was talking about. Why he ended up getting nudged out uh, of his position with the church. He just. But that was quick. Yeah. That was a week. What was a week? Like, he got nudged out. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Right, right after he made the announcement. Yeah. First yeah, time yeah. they could meet. But how long, how long was he deconstructing that in his mind hmm. leading up to that announcement, is what yes. I'm saying. That's probably a couple of years. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. You know. Yeah, like I say, he was part of the emergent movement. Mm-hmm. So that yeah, was ding. a deconstructing that, process already. That, so That's just, like, for everybody, though, that, that does that. It, it's a slow, gradual process, just like it's a slow societal changing from being more religious to less religious. Uh, we just had the, the recent P 
Pew study that came out that Pew, religion, Pew, Pew, Pew. Pew, Pew. We're supposed to do that. Yeah, we're supposed to do that That's too. Uh, where less and less people, I can't exactly remember how it was worded, but religion is not a, an important part of their lives uh, for the first time. Is more than 50%. Yeah, but that's not saying about their belief in a God or a supernatural. No, but those those polls are, are moving in the right direction as well, too. Definitely. The only, and, and we may have discussed this, but the only thing that gives me pause about that is young people, young people's kind of mindset isn't set in stone usually at that age. No. But there's still a lot of time to to go in all kinds of directions. Oh, I don't think uber religious is one of them though. They may go from being more liberal to less to more conservative or, or vice versa or, or move around the spectrum is so uh, why I don't see like generation what is it now? Millennial. Y or no, past millennials, the generation Y or whatever after after the, the generation after millennials. Mm-hmm. I don't see them returning to the church in droves in their 30s, 40s, and 50s. See, I can because I think people change their minds and they develop life circumstance. Um, Children come along. But not to, you know, this is the marketing podcast, but eventually somebody's going to pitch something to them. Somebody is going to pitch some type of organization, community, Church mm-hmm. mindset, something. It's going to be me, the Tony Robbins of atheism. <laughs> no, no, if it's not me first, right? Um, I'm going to be the Andy Stanley. There you go of slick atheism. I uh, um, I now have his show on 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 the DVR rotation. It, I'm taping it every every Saturday. Uh, it's it's only thirty minutes. I can drudge through thirty minutes of it. He he's doing his uh, multi part series. Right now, um, I think I know how it ends <laughs> <laughs> with Jesus. <laughs> no, actually, he went to Jesus pretty quickly. In this, like dropping like slide three like, in the PowerPoint. No, yeah, like no, like <laughs> dropping his name in the first five minutes of the show. I'm like, hey, whoa, whoa, you, that that's supposed to be the great reveal at the end, man. You're, you're doing this you're all violating wrong. the rules. <laughs> but that is one good example, though, is where a millennial could go to that church. Just at the church. I'm not talking about small groups because that's where they get the indoctrination. But mm-hmm. if they just go to that church and listen to that kind of inspirational mm-hmm. message, it's not even a sermon. I think you walk and out skipping. music. Yeah. And yeah, but maybe it's not even the inspirational message. But, man, everybody's here. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Everybody's here. Mm-hmm. And you well, walk out feeling better than you did walking in. They got a in. gym. And they yeah. got a place for my kids to play. Right. And, yeah. you know. I don't think a lot of the people that are the nuns or the non-believers necessarily are going to go that way. Right. I think they, they like can, to think they They are, certainly but... could marry into it quickly because yeah. um, it only takes one. And you would think that there is – that some type of church organization is going to target them. Well, and here's why it would be kind of interesting to do some study on this to see if the Unitarian Church has had any growth over the last few years. Because that's one of those things is like where you can believe anything or they don't, nothing. They, 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 don't don't have a, they don't have a message. Well, yeah, it is. You can believe anything they, that, or nothing. That's their message, yeah. <laughs> that's not a message, but that's not what I'm... But it's a community. I'm, how am I going to... It's a community. It's a building where you can go meet other people, but they're not offensive. Yeah. You know, they're not saying my kids are going to go to hell if they don't uh, believe this. They're kind of like 
instead of telling you what to believe, we thought you might have a few ideas you might want to share with us. Kind of a that sounds like a slogan there. Yeah, that's a message. Give me that one more time. (laughs) Instead of telling you what to believe, we thought you might have a few ideas of your own. That could be a T-shirt. Okay, so I'm going to be. I'm going to take the. I'm going to take the. You, it just in case you haven't noticed, I'm going to take the con in this argument. Okay, but that <laughs> is that is actually I think verbatim what the sign outside the UU Church in Little Five Points. Atlanta oh dang! Says. I thought you made that up on your own. There. No, oh. no. I think so, I think that the second time I said so it was pretty much verbatim what the sign said. We like we like craps. Yeah, we like to roll the dice. We like yeah. So that's my Sunday. Okay, I'm rolling the dice that somebody up there is going to say something that's interesting mm-hmm. to me. Not eh, yeah denied. I I am not going to do that. And the and when you say you can believe anything you want, then why am I going? Yeah. Because I believe in things. I believe in things. Eventually, I, somebody's going to stand up and talk about the healing powers of crystals or some shit. Right. You're like, hey, brother, <laughs> right, right, that, right. you know, come on now. You know, you know, some anti-vaxxer is going to get up and start talking some shit. And you're just like, One of the last you know. Unitarian ceremonies I went to was, I think, Easter. Mm-hmm. And it was all Jesus. And well, you were I'm there like, on Easter. I'm like. I'm sure if you went on, I, I don't know, a Hindu high holiday. But if, if you went on whatever day and there probably been a lot of krishna you know being talked about that day okay you know I, which would sit with me the same way the easter conversation did but well, was this the resurrection of jesus or just uh i i, I i'm sure they weren't God, saying it was I the one true light did you know, not was, care yeah i didn't <laughs> you're over the back just <laughs> making jacking off motions <laughs> like yeah. In my head, honestly, I, pro- I was because it's like, like, why, why am I? Yeah. Why? It, it just I got up this speaking, early for it this shit. Have, yeah. It may have been something completely fresh. All I heard was, you know, did he say Jesus? Jesus. It's yeah. like I'm back. I'm at church. I'm in fucking church. I'm at church again. Yeah. Like no, like, like and again. My hang up. It may have been some great positive social message. It was not. They could have been swearing, though. They could, Jesus Christ. That mm-hmm. was not any of that. It was very. It was respectful and reverent, reverential, reverential yeah. of the tradition, and great. That's what the rest of church does. Fifty-two weeks a year. Right. Yeah. Right. I so picked the one the week, one at a, and that was. Yeah. And I haven't been back. Mm. Which I, one was that? Do you remember? I think it was the one in Sandy Springs. There's one. Been to that one. They had Deepak Chopra oh, before. Ah, woo-woo. Yeah. Oh, nice. Woo-woo. Definitely woo-woo. There's, That's, yeah. Um, right. Because there in they don't believe in anything. Season. Right, yeah. right. And anything goes. Here's what Literally. we should do. Here, here's yeah, a challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, the three of us, one Sunday, go there. Go to a UU? Go to a UU. And then... There's a UU closer than that. There's one right there <laughs> on... Um, <laughs> Jerry's frowning. He's like, I don't want to it's waste like my... It's like on Canton Road. Yeah. 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 Emerson. Yes, I used to play volleyball with the uh, with the preacher there, but he retired and moved to Asheville, of all places. All right, smart. Man. I'll do that. I'm just. We went one be... time. Like I mentioned, I played volleyball with him, and I got to t- talking. He was wearing a shirt, and there's a, there's a town. Just to give a little background. There's a town near us called Emerson. It's I mean it's a stop sign. There's not much in Emerson, Georgia. And so we're playing volleyball uh, one th- Tuesday night, and I see on the back of his shirt, Emerson UU Church. And I'm like, 
where in the hell is there a UU church in Emerson, Georgia? He's like, no, no, it's named after the poet. That's where the Emerson name came from. It's in Marietta, blah, blah, blah. And oh, it is in Marietta. Oh, okay. It's definitely he the was about to go. Here. Yeah, he was about to go on sabbatical. He was going to go to Mexico and dig wells and build schools and shit for like six months. He's like, this Sunday is going to be my, my last Sunday for about six months. I was like, great. I'll, I'll, I'd, I'd love to come. He's uh, services at nine. I was like, and 11? And he's like, no, at nine. That's it. There's one service. Damn. Like, damn, that's commitment, brother. Is there breakfast? <laughs> well, they at actually least have, it's, not as, no. it's not as far as driving for a Sunday no, assembly. It, it, that's true. We've established that way too far. But me and, me and Kim went and we left and she had the same reaction that I That's a little churchy. Yeah, felt a little churchy. And it was. Now, oh, yeah. And it is. It is. But the, the thing about UU churches is they, they say that if you've been to one UU church, you've been to one UU church because every one of them is different yeah. because it's yeah. made up of right. who and you have Maybe there. different every week. Yeah. I, I oh. went there for a music show, and it was perfectly pleasant. It was not the kind of music that I would normally seek out. Um, wasn't shoegazing music? Or? It was. He's just <laughs> fucking with me today, isn't what he? Is it? What, I what, have to fuck back. It, you, know. It's just, you know what? You're the one that picked on hockey. Disrespected. I felt disrespected. Mm-hmm. And now you're disrespecting shoegaze. <laughs> I'm not. We like that genre. What no, is, we do. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm lost. What is shoegazing? Jesus and Mary Chain. Oh, okay. My Bloody Valentine. Okay. A lot of fuzzy guitars. Okay. So you like um, the one, like, looking at your shoes. Oh, okay. That was too bad this wasn't on. Yeah, yeah that, that, we that should really, start filling That, that really too. was aging air guitar right there. <laughs> um, when you well get a new though. air guitar, well can I get your old one? Yeah. <laughs> Where were we? I'll have to train of thought. He was here. making fun of your music. Oh, this UU yeah. concert. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it, to your point, felt extremely churchy. It felt like church for people who... Didn't really want to go to church, church, but mm-hmm. wanted that whole church experience. Right, yeah. It was much more churchy than Sunday Assembly was. Okay. Sunday you know, Assembly way? Sunday Assembly felt a little more drum circle-y, mm. a little more hippie-ish. Uh, you know, felt like a joint might pop out at any minute. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but it was, I mean, like I said, we, we went for about six months or a year. So, uh, Sunday Assembly. Sunday talking, Assembly. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, it always started off with, a five-minute Neil deGrasse Tyson video from you know YouTube or something, uh, something the, along the those lines. Ripped on so, Yeah, something along those. Yeah, something along those <laughs> lines. And there was a theme that ran through the entire right, right. you know weekend because they only did it once a month, so they had time to plan. But very much more hippie-ish, I guess okay. is the best way to describe so, it. But that may have to do with a part of town. It is a little five points, well, which that, is a funky you know eclectic neighborhood. The, that that's not you know like I've dogged you for like oh you don't want to drive for Sunday assembly but I get it Little Five Points or Candler Park or wherever it is it's not your community mm, and right, right. you could maybe keep in touch with those people via social media but you're not going to run into them anywhere around here mm, right. and that's where churches kind of back to Greta have community. a better model yeah right right and you you. You gotta, you gotta believe in something. What would happen if you, you rebranded themselves to be? We're not pretending anymore. We are straight up gonna not believe in God. We're the agnostic church that we come for thought and fellowship and discussion, but not around a, a supernatural 
God. And there may yeah. be some out there. There probably that, is. That, right. that exists it's a safe them. place for atheists to take their kids and, and have them you know, learn some morals. But you know what? That's why people go. That's not their brand. No, but I can tell you the— Why um, shouldn't it be their brand? The, the preacher that was at this particular church. We'd yeah. have to even give him a new name because we can't call him a preacher anymore because you're not a church— of, you, don't you, Aren't you preaching? what they call them. Celebrants. Pastor or well, whatever. That's what they call but, it, like humanists. What's Greta? Well, she's, she's a, pastor. a pastor and a celebrant. Hmm. Playing both angles. Pretty savvy. Pretty smart. Yep. <laughs> well, they're different. A celebrant can do weddings and funerals so and stuff a like that. Yeah. A pastor, but a celebrant isn't a pastor. I can get a celebrant license so I can do marriages, but that doesn't make me a pastor. A pastor is a leader of a church. Eh, it's all breaking down the definition. Anyway. Oh, really? I yeah, I I'd have to look that up. I'd have to look it up. That's but, a, that's an admission. Yeah, uh, that's like, I, at that's, least that's the way I see. That's, it. I look that's it defeat as, without admitting yeah. defeat. I gotta look it up. I got yeah. I gotta Google it. Yeah, you know, get back to you. And I use. I'm gonna we'll duck follow that up. Go. Put a pin in that I'm shit. Google duck we'll, that. We'll, <laughs> we'll get back to that. I'll get back to you. Yeah, I'll get back to you on that. You can go online. And get a celebrant license. Well, yeah, I have one from Dudism. Yeah, yeah, yeah Dudism, uh, uh, Jediism, whatever religion you want, you well, can pick. I, it, you can go on and and get a certificate that says that you are a layperson in this ministry, and you can perform well, wedding ceremonies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But well, you're not a leader of a church. You don't have a congregation. Yeah, but I'm just you, have you know. Um, Okay, so let me look up the definition of pastor. Oh, live hey, Google. By the way, yeah. I'm ordained in the Church of the Latter Day Dude. You the are. Latter- That's, I, I am. Can you can you uh, marry people? Uh, I think I probably could. Honestly, can you in in the state of Georgia or only in the hippie states? There you go. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. I think it's forty five dollars for the Church of Flying Spaghetti Monster. So it says helps. church in the name. So yeah. are you a pastor? I am a pastor of Dudism. Well, yeah. yeah. You all must abide. It really brings the room together. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, you know, the, the term pastor, I think, you know, has been co-opted by the church, but um, a, spir- no, a spiritual... No, we talked about this last week. It has not been co-opted by the church. That's their, they invented it. That's their shit, man. Yeah. That's their wheelhouse. We, we don't get to take yeah, that. No. We don't want to take it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we're we'll you know then. I'm an atheist priest. I've always wanted Priest. to be. I've always wanted to be Father Jer. <laughs> Archbishop. And if we mark it, you're right. You could be a former priest. So. Exactly. All right. And by the way, I am Father Jer to to two people. At least two. But they just call me. They they, they, they want to call me my name now. But they don't give confessions. They don't have a booth at home where they tell you all their Are stuff. Are you kidding? I have to extract information from them. <laughs> Your sons call you Jerry. Uh, hey Jerry, making a sandwich? You want one? Younger one, <laughs> younger one has started to. Oh, I yeah. feel like it's like it's wow. his way of kind of spreading his wings. It's, yeah. it's like the little gorilla taking on the silverback. Little trying, bit, trying to yeah, trying, yeah. To, trying to find where he sits out exactly. on the back. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I'm kind of, I'm kind of finding myself. <laughs> and it's not just Jerry. It's Jer. Yeah. Hey Jer, you're gonna go out to a brewery with your atheist friends, <laughs> Jer. <laughs> So, yeah, he knows me. <laughs> and how old is uh, this one? 17, going on dead. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, he'll be going to college soon, so he'll be an atheist. Yeah. <laughs> Any day now. <laughs> yeah, the, see, that's, that's what they teach you when you go to college. That's the beauty. Yeah. They can blame it on me. Yeah. They don't, you know, the whatever, 
you it's know, like institution college, he's of like, higher learning I've they heard go all to. this shit from my old man. <laughs> right, like, oh, God. Pastor uh, Jerry. Now Dad's going to say he was right again. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure as hell I got a text him and tell him. Hmm. Have, we, have we killed Ryan Bell? Happy anniversary. Like, for I mean, sure. We will definitely say that. Well, and, and he's got yeah. a really active Facebook group, which is kind of like. And a, he's now hmm. the. Facebook. He is the secular. What's his, what's his job title? He, he is a secular humanist chaplain. Humanist chaplain. That's it. At uh, University of Southern California. Yeah. And then also he's. Um, so he's landed on his feet. Yeah. 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 Good for him. Which is kind of hard for ex-pastors to. Yeah. Do. They, yeah. Absolutely. It wasn't like easy. No, not it at all. It wasn't easy no, at all. No, no, no. He had quite a challenging career. I mean, his there. entire world was. Well, you know, came you know. crumbling down, and he had to rebuild it. All right. So speaking of your world crumbling down. This is a good segue to my hot take. Uh oh. And active listeners of this pod would know that we don't really talk about what we're going to talk about prior to turning the mic on. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't want to lose all the all the good stuff. Yeah. Before we're recording, there's not a long vetting process of the of the rundown. Oh, that was good. Can you say that again? Right. In like ten minutes. Maybe we should be t- maybe we should be recording this. <laughs> but uh, save it, save it for the pod. Right. So, you know what? We're still we're still waiting. Someday we're going to fulfill that promise. Yeah. But it was strong enough for me to send it to you in a text so you could ponder it. So the the discussion going to be electric. Facebook users equal those oblivious to climate change, not deniers, but willfully ignoring. The, the damage and the reality because it's too big to wrap their heads around and that level of radical change is too upsetting to their lives overall. So climate deniers, pretty conservative, yeah. you know, for the most part. Yeah. Religious, conservative, a lot of reasons people give for being climate deniers. Facebook, I'm only get on my soapbox for one step. They have, to me, proven themselves as unscrupulous and willfully oblivious to all of the damage they have created. They've ignored the damage that they've created. Others, they've been straight up about, and all in the lust for growth and cash yep. and power. And that's where I would see the, um, the parallel between you know, capitalism off the rails, which is what's driving, you know, driving the force between denying climate you know, is, is we have to drill, baby, drill. Same thing with Facebook is they're all about the profit and where can we go from here kind of thing. But the idea for people who are, who are like, how can these people be climate deniers? Why can't they just believe the evidence in front of them? All kinds of evidence about mm-hmm. Facebook. Yeah. Very difficult to quit. And the idea, I like, I can't quit. What would me, little old me, getting off it do to big old Facebook? Yeah. Nothing. So I'm going to stay on it, even though they helped elect a president, even though they've caused genocide, even though they've done all kinds of stuff. I'm going to step off my soapbox because I think everybody has them, and mine would be Amazon. Like, the idea of giving up my Prime membership would be like, oh, yeah. what? Yeah. I got, yeah. <laughs> But they're as unscrupulous and rabid capitalist as any of them. But I derive all kinds of benefit from it. 
I'm willing to pay my money to be a Prime subscriber because I can get what I need at my door like that. doesn't matter that that person is being paid kind of subsistence wages and... No benefits. Right. And they're robots and warehouse jobs and just grinding people into the ground. Man, I want those jeans tomorrow. I just order it and they're there. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I got to get rid of it. I feel like people who are climate deniers justify their climate denial by, what am I going to stop driving to work? I was just going to say, so like what do we have parked out there that got us here? Things spewing carbon monoxide. I like to fly on planes. Yeah. Gets me to places faster. Faster. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we can say we deny climate, but are we living like we? It's like the joke about people flying to a convention so they don't get together and discuss lowering their carbon footprint. Right, right. All of them get there on a private jet. They they could have gone on Skype, which is a Facebook product, I guess, right? No, that's Microsoft. Microsoft. Oh, okay. Then we can use Skype then. All right. Yeah. Uh, Choose which giant tech overlord you want to be be attached to. If it's too painful, is that where your, your morals and scruples end? No, I mean to me, and this is this. You know, it always gets political. I guess at some point, for sure, is to me that's where this conversation needs needs to go. Is you know, like Facebook, Google, Amazon. These are kind of new creations that are escaping regulations, and under the current administration, they're going to escape anyway. Under the previous one too, right? To right, be, to right. Be, to one, be fair right, right. to and, to them. Yes. Democrats didn't do anything about it either. In fact, right. they cozied up to him. It's called neoliberalism, right? Yep. Well, they want their support. They sign checks. Yeah, yeah, they pay the lobbyists. Checks. Right, and and that's the thing with you know the next election in 2020. Are we going to get a different kind of democratic socialist kind of movement that is going to step what up? What if to Facebook it? just crushes them? What if Facebook changes their algorithm and crushes them, and you don't see it? They elected a president. They don't do shit about all that fake news. They contributed to people being murdered, oblivious yep. to it. Their record of ills is long. I'm going to step back off the soapbox. How do you avoid, how do you, how do you live with yourself when you feel like you're supporting something that does not represent anything, like things that you would, that we would talk about on this podcast? And then, huh, I guess, I, I guess I'm not 100%. Not that we didn't know that to begin with. But it's painful to give up Facebook. That benefits Facebook. If you're giving it up, you're going to miss out. You're stepping out of public discourse. The fact that they kind of own it is also scary. But are you going to be, hey, I'm true to all my beliefs. I'm going to die alone. They're going to find my skeleton two months later. Like, hey, where was that guy? The guy that's not on Facebook. Oh, he's been dead for two months, huh? But yeah, I mean that is kind of the kind of the challenge of it is because on Facebook that's a really good tool to organize, you know, marches and protests and groups that are going to vote in a block kind of thing. So you know, what other vehicle do we currently have that's going to replace it? I'll play the con on this. Sure, sounds like an excuse. Well, it sounds sure like sounds like an excuse. Yeah, but it sounds like it would be time for somebody to step forward and create something that would compete with it. Hmm. So they've crushed or purchased anything. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Anything Instagram that got close. And, right. Monopoly. They elected a president. Willfully manipulated. 
They're not accepting blame for that, of course. But. So that's it? We're going to just, you know, well, oh, they, you know what? They say it's not true. You know what? Those pointy-headed scientists, what do they know? Tell both sides of the story. How do you work with your blind spot? Are you better off being oblivious? What pill is that in? Uh, the, uh, the red pill? Maker. Yeah. Is it the red where you are? Where you stay the, oblivious? Yeah. Where's the one where you get the steak and the, the glass, the really good glass of red? Which pill is that? I can't remember. That's what it feels like. You take the Facebook pill or the Amazon pill or the climate denial pill. They all kind of feel the same or feel similar that, you know what? To get by and to live my life, that one I'm going to ignore. Jeff nodded his head. I understand exactly what you're saying. But it's like, so what is the alternative, though? That's or they kind of have you by the short hairs, so, as they say. Is that submission, then? Because it feels like it. I don't have a better answer, but it feels like submission. And that doesn't sit right with me just as a rule. What do you mean we got us? We got to submit. We well, to I mean, that's the thing is like I, I mentioned is like, well, somebody should come out with an alternative. It's like, well, I don't have yeah. the. Uh, but why? But but why do you need an alternative to leave something that you don't necessarily have similar values to? Why do you need an alternative to leave? Why isn't leaving enough? Hopefully there's an alternative, but they're so bad I can't support it anymore. Because, yes, if there was an alternative, that'd be great. That'd be easy. We oh. should reopen our MySpace accounts. <laughs> <laughs> and that's still I, I out think, there, I, think, I guess. I think yeah. News Corp owns it, though. Yeah. So you'd be Get supporting Rupert yeah, Murdoch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. See? Can't do that either. Yeah. Wow. Which so, big media brand can I embrace yeah. fully? Damn it. So there is no such thing as independent I'm just trying to connect media. with people. Everywhere I turn, there's a rich white guy. <laughs> <laughs> and you are a white guy. Yeah. What do you think the rest of the yeah. world thinks? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking white guy. Everywhere you look. So we're not going to have any answer for this? No, no. No, an I was hoping you did. Yeah, we, we were. Yeah, we were. When you were going to pull this out. Yeah. It's it's kind of it's kind of like the kill your TV movement. You know, the, the oh, I don't own a TV. Uh-huh. But, oh, okay. But I, I bet you got a... A Netflix account. I bet. I bet you got a Hulu account. I bet was, you got an Amazon that was Prime way account. Way more hardcore. Yeah. Pre smartphone. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah. That. Oh yeah. When well, you yeah. had a flip phone, you know, when when a razor was or the shit, you didn't you know, have it. Yeah. You didn't have a, a mobile phone. No. Or yeah. Back before. Yeah. Right. And you didn't have a TV. I just read. Yeah. What the fuck you people do all I day? Just, oh, yeah. It's your news. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. Paper. It's called a newspaper. Paper. Yeah. Newspaper. Yeah. Read a book. Yeah. No. But now. You know, I don't have a TV. Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you know I what that makes you? Yeah. 19. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, for somewhat, have, have done that, cut the cord. But you're... But I get a newspaper. But you get, yeah. And you... No. Have, you got, you you got cut, YouTube you the, and you Netflix. Cord. I, I yeah. You got cord. 10 little cores coming yeah. in. Yeah, I do. Yeah. All supported. Yeah. All supported by the big guys. All of them. And look, again, you're going to cut yourself off from it. Right. You know? Yeah. But... How do you, how are you true to it? Like, what things do you look away in your own life that the similar vibe for somebody else you look down your nose at? And by the way, saying that as somebody, climate deniers and yeah. maybe even anti-vaxxers. What do you mean? But you don't. Facebook is a, is a necessary example. evil. Evil at this uh, point, yeah. 
it allows you to connect with people you wouldn't normally connect with that you have yeah, like some interests in. Right. It allows you to see pictures of people uh, and keep in contact with people you don't necessarily want to talk to them. That's the big tent yeah. argument for yeah. Facebook. It, it does. It, there are some good things that it does, but yep. it also does some horrible, horrible things as well too. Right. And, th- and will the scales ever tip to where its utility is not grander? than the ills that they cause. You can't just do it on one side. You'd have to, the fake Ooh, news. Are you, you going to both sides I'm going to both sides this. Oh. If, if you're going to clean up the fake news, you know, you say, oh, well, they, if they just cleaned up the fake news and got rid of all the, you know, the Trump supporter all bullshit. All the bullshit. All the bullshit on there. Now, that's your bullshit. The stuff that you like is somebody else's bullshit. And they like Facebook just as much as you do. So, in order to clean it up, it would be so homogenized, it'd be something that nobody would be interested in. be like MySpace. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be something that nobody would be in, <laughs> so in they, the least but bit they, involved but in. They, but they game everything. And if any, and the, the data shows that they game it for the right wing because they're so afraid of being criticized. So they game it in their favor. So you don't see a clean anything. Everything you see is based on a decision somebody in California made for what you would see. But they will tell you that you, quote, control your news feed. Yeah. But you don't. But isn't that to some extent because the right wing is more established than no, they than the progressive? So they do whine more. They but whine more. Aren't they, I mean, older institutions that are more conservative than upstarts? The right wing has been media bashing for decades. Oh yeah. Decades. Yeah, it is yeah. a it's a finely honed mm-hmm. argument now news. where it is accepted as religious term alert. Uh-oh. Gospel truth. Oh. And should we rip on people as hard when hmm I didn't realize I had those skeletons in my closet. Where yeah. did that come from? Yeah. Where did the what? Where did those come from? I, I no, I don't have these. No, these somebody must what? have left them. These old things. <laughs> yeah, that's like a leftover Halloween costume. I thought we got rid of those years right. ago. Yeah. Are you sure this is your closet? Yeah. Let me tell you how you're wrong. I don't know who shit that is. I <laughs> yeah. get in there. Yeah. But look, I think about it being off Facebook. And You've been off Facebook how long now? Since Lent, you gave up Facebook for Lent this past year. Yeah. Year in review, 2018. <laughs> you gave up Lent. Uh, gave up. I gave up, gave Lent up this Lent. year for Lent. Yeah, no, that. you gave up Facebook. Yeah, for you Lent. know what? I think it, it's going to be a year in January. And you, yeah, you were off of it a little bit before, and then you were like, "I'm going to do it for these 40 days," and then it just kind of fuck it. Yeah, fuck. It's like cigarettes. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't need them anymore. And yeah. then it was a parade of really another Facebook story. Really, 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 and. Totally missed things. Oh, your meme game must be like You're really lacking. Way <laughs> super lame. lacking. Yeah, I'm 2015 meme. You've got no meme game. I yeah. have no meme. In fact, oh. no meme game. Oh, yeah. But it does make me an anomaly to my kids because I'm an old person that's not on Facebook. Yeah, because so, now your you're, kids... you got a little street cred there. Let me ask you, are your kids uh, active on Facebook? Because my kids are not very active on Facebook. They no. kind of poke in, but they're not like... No, no Facebook is for the like 40 and older crowd. At least. Apparently. Yeah. Apparently. So they're on like Instagram and Snapchat and some Snapchat, of that stuff. Snapchat and IG. Now, who owns Snapchat? Snapchat and IG. Uh, nobody yet. 
And who's IG? Never heard of that Instagram. one. Instagram. Oh, Instagram. Okay. And who owns that? <coughs> Take a guess. Facebook. Facebook. Which also but owns Snapchat Twitter. Snapchat is still... No. Who uh, owns Twitter? WhatsApp. Twitter owns Twitter. Twitter owns Twitter. Twitter has not been bought Now, yet. you're on Twitter. I am. That's the social media. There's my there's my blind spot. Now, are they... But you're not... limited in character. <laughs> <laughs> That's been increased. Yeah, it's now two eighty. Yeah, that's a good pitch. That you should follow the Godless Eden's podcast on yeah. Twitter. And so, what are, what are the downsides of Twitter? Oh, well, I mean, is other it, than the obvious, is it Twitter the same wars, as not nearly not as nearly personal. bad as, as, as not, not so they can't capture your viewing stuff. Because my understanding is, if you have Facebook open, it's grabbing your other stuff from other web stuff you're doing. Yes. Does Twitter do that? Not to the same extent, but they do. They take – you can – and that's the problem with all these big tech companies and organizations is half the stuff that they say that you could prevent, they end up doing anyway. And, oh, oops. Didn't realize we did that. We're going to want access to your contacts. And you go, no. Right. Yeah, we already got them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> go ahead well, and say happen. no. That's amazing. And, and we, we were asking you after the We didn't the fact. sell them, yeah. but we lent them out yeah. for growth. We leased them on a monthly basis. <laughs> right. <laughs> with your permission because yeah. that long contract yeah. you said yes to – it was in there. You remember when you right. said yes? Mm-hmm. We designed up. Yeah, we had we amended that a couple of times mm-hmm. since then. Totally my social media weakness. I could not quit social media cold turkey. Right. Completely. Yeah. Mm-mm. I no. did quit Twitter for a, a good bit. And honestly, I felt out of the loop. How would I? Like, it was a hard to get news. <laughs> it felt Amish. And of course, my feed is 100% not biased. Oh, yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> no. Follow the, uh, the middle the of the road. I, yeah, I, Fox I, and Friends. I don't and, live in a bubble. It's a point-counterpoint. So, yeah, yeah, no absolutely. doubt. <laughs> so you don't have a brilliant answer on what one is supposed to do other than muddle along and pretend well, like, none yeah, of, like yeah. your role in it doesn't exist. Mm. My role is to, you know, at some point, have people elected that will figure out ways to regulate yeah. That, 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 yeah. That's a pipe dream, I know. It but. is. You know what? I, I think you. that's worse than going to heaven. People that say they're going to die and go to heaven, they're basing it on faith. What you said has been proven wrong factually year <laughs> after year after year. There's a load of evidence uh, against yeah, what yeah, you said yeah, versus faith. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to hell, basically. <laughs> I'm not saying in my lifetime this shit's going to happen. No. But I mean, I mean, to me, the thing is, is this is really nothing new, so to speak. I, I'm I was reading some article I can't remember where it was from, talking about when the printing press came out. They had to kind of deal with the same kind of issues. Is like so fucking Gutenheim and his damn press. Well, um, but I mean, you know, Starting because you know, you you invent a technology. Yeah, Gutenberg. Gutenberg. Yeah, Gutenberg. It's Guten yeah. something. Gutenberg. We're gonna Google Duck that. Please continue. Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure it's Gutenberg. Pretty what impressed. else? Is? Yeah, I don't know his first name. Gutenheim. 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 Oh, Gutenberg. you said Gutenheim. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's some German dude. Gutenberg. Yeah. I think, yeah. But I'm saying, you know, so when they created that technology of the, of the you can't put the genie the back in the bottle, right? You know, and so there's a lot out, of yeah, shit. I mean, out. there's a lot of wars that yeah. were actually created from printed matter. Well, like nobody owned a Bible. Until the printing press. Right. And, and then they started to mass produce them. And, and they and started goes, to read what the priests were saying. They're like, like whoa, what? wait a second. Hold on. What about this part? He's he skipped over this part. What about this part? You know, yeah. And, and, yeah, because it was actually against the law to own a Bible. So I'm saying, so technology comes out. We don't know what the, you know, there's always going to be a good that, side. It takes that there's process that took 
centuries, yeah. a lot of decades, a lot of deaths, to years now to figure that shit out. Days, yeah, and weeks, yeah, and right. instantaneous shots right yeah. in your brainstem. Right, yeah, we're not smart creatures. Like people have gotten on planes and turned off their phone and gotten off the plane, a social pariah. Because of something they they tweeted prior to getting on the plane, a three hour flight later, <laughs> and ho- all hell has broken loose yeah. on the internet. Lost jobs, yeah, careers. Yeah, their entire world has collapsed. They, don't, they didn't buy the Wi Fi. Yeah, while well, they were flying to Seattle, well, or whatever. But yeah. Even buying the Wi Fi in that case wouldn't probably yeah. have done anything for the for the mobs. But how much do you absolve yourself for participating in things that you've maybe fundamentally don't agree with, but you do to get by. How do I absolve Answer, that? answer, Jeff. Answer, oh, for, for, answer for humanity. Uh, I, should, I can ask you the same question. But. With a rubber hose. <laughs> that's <laughs> probably why I don't sleep well at night. Well, I don't want you to sleep. I, I, I was trying to think about well. You do or you don't? I do. Okay. What's an example oh. of... of, of well, I'm saying, I mean, every day we do stuff that... Yeah, that's you're an Amazon is, subscriber. That's called being part of society. Facebook. Well, and I drive a car that, that burns gasoline. Mm-hmm. I eat meat. What mega stores do you shop at? Because I bet you have a list of the ones that well, you don't I go guess to. if you call... Well, yeah. I mean, but Kroger, you call that a mega store? Yeah. Second Probably, largest yeah. retailer Target? in the world. Uh, I haven't bought anything at Target for a long time. Does your family? Yeah. You yeah. go to Kroger? Okay. Kroger, Sprouts, but probably, but probably Sprouts? not, probably not Walmart? Walmart. No, right. You know, because Walmart is worse than Target. Yeah, they're probably equal, but but you hear more about them in the news. So. You know, Kroger is the <laughs> second bubble. largest retailer in the world behind Who? Walmart. Kroger, behind Walmart, behind Walmart is Kroger. Used to be Home Depot, but they got passed up by Kroger. Did not know that. Mm-hmm. Big company, very, yeah. very big company. You wouldn't think so. Right. How Same you... thing. It's like, what company has the most, and I know this was, I don't know if this is still true, but uh, I'm, I'm going to go with it like it is. What company has the most locations of any other company? You'll never guess locations. it. Most locations. People always think McDonald's. I was going to think like a gas station maybe. Yeah. Sitco. There's more Sitcos in the world than any other single st- company. Really? Yeah. Interesting. At least there was Venezuelan oil five years ago. You know, when, when I first heard that stuff. That's a Venezuelan. Is that a Venezuelan company? They're they're know. connected to okay. They're, which they're, they're perilously close if they haven't already got there to a failed state. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, next time you're pumping in a Sitco, think of the people in Venezuela starving. That's like another guilt I have to take on. Well, how we'll much? Just how wake much up guilt? One day. But that, yeah. that's actually. That's actually kind of the point, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Right. How much guilt can one take on or not take on right. in order to get by? Man. Well, it's the same you know, thing. You, you put that hat on because it's cold outside. You're not thinking of the sheep herder that fleeced the, the, the wool. Or the, like the 11-year-old yeah. in Bangladesh or something. That, yeah, that stitched that, that logo. That yeah. Put the MAGA hat yeah. together. Yeah. That they, yeah. See, there's you're, me. You're wearing a MAGA hat? <laughs> I, 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 well, I'm not. I'm cats out of the bag now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really the mole. Yeah. (laughs) But you could probably, if you wanted to, hey, man, I just got that that cheap 55-inch TV under 400 bucks. Like, hmm. Made where? Yeah. Yeah. Right. For how much? Minerals mined from all over the world. disposed of. Yeah. In heaps. Yes. In in Asia. Yeah. Yeah. 
Not as much anymore because they're like, eh, we're going to close the garbage dump. You find you, you find room for it on yeah. your side of the ocean. Do you have a responsibility to be less guilty? And you're like, hey, I'm good 85% of the time. Give me my Facebook and Amazon. Yeah. I can't be perfect. So here's how I relieve some of my guilt. Is it with my own company? I try to buy as many components made in the USA. So we all do things that make us feel better? Is that, That's what you do. Is, is that what I do. inherently better? Yeah, you're employing people here. You're employing downstream, you know, whoever supplies the little plastic pellets to make the housings and stuff. But you don't so, know if that company doesn't exploit just because they're American-made companies. So if they mean, paid minimum wage, are you, are you, are you upstanding? I've, I've been to a lot of these companies, and they pay more than that, so... Okay, so that's living it. So, like I said, that's you know the only thing I I can personally do to relieve some of that. Ah, you could do all kinds of things. Well, and you and could do I mean, all. And we all could. Right. We all right. could. And there are some things. Yeah. Well, but there's things you we where you, you that can't you choose. Do. You can. You choose not to. I can. Everyone can. We could all reduce our carbon footprint. We could all so do So I could a ride my bike more. to Kroger's, I suppose, well, in the pouring rain. Not so much Kroger's. Oh. <laughs> why, why is, well, why should it matter if it's raining? Because I can only hold so much of my backpack. We all make accommodations for ourselves. And we, depending on the issue, we don't make those same accommodations to people in things that we find illogical or inferior or not to our political beliefs. It's easier to step back and look at somebody else's life and critique it. Oh, you know, for sure. Yeah. yeah. How much, how much easier is it for you (laughs) to dissect someone else's relationship? Oh yeah. Like you can see it from a mile away. She is not right for you. Mm -hmm. And they're just, you know what your problem is? (laughs) (laughs) And by the way, you may be right. Yeah. But just in that approach, yeah. like, fuck you telling me what my problem yeah. is. Like, no, I love her. Yeah. And she loves me. You That's my soulmate. You right. Know yeah. 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 You know, so, so it's, a, it's a huge <laughs> willing blind spot. I don't have an answer. I, I think an I answer. think about it more now because the stakes seem higher. Right. Everything moves faster. The stakes seem higher. And... There feels like there's nothing but a endless series of tipping points. That we keep surpassing. Yep. We're, the, we're not doing anything about. And maybe that's, see, this is therapy for me. Get yep. to talk this out. Because that is actually what bothers me about it. So 2019. Mm-hmm. New Year's, you know, so we're talking New Year's resolutions yeah. kind of stuff here. So what should we do in 2019 to mitigate some of this shit? What's your plan? I'm going to stay off Facebook. I'm going to try not to be probably as annoying as I have been just leaving on this podcast (laughs) about people dropping it. But at some point, individual action, in some ways, all I can do. All you can control. Like, I can't get evangelized for everything because you'd be the person that no one would ever want to be around ever. Mm. Um, Come on, guys. Who's with me? (laughs) And you're all wrong. Yeah. About everything. I, I don't know. I don't, you know, I don't have any. I'm not a big resolutions guy. No, but, I, yeah, but are there things like what can I change? Is it going to matter? I don't know. And I think that's an excuse that I've used. Like, what's it matter if, you know, no one else is going to change? Why should I? Yeah, but one thing I want to go back to is, is like in 2018, I know you personally got really heavily involved in the political process, knocking yes. on doors and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, that's what you can do beyond 
you know, like driving less or eating less meat or whatever. I mean, because it has to be a both and. It has to be, you know, personal accountability, but it also has to be we need to change shit politically, even if it's in little baby step. And we came real close. You know, that's that's interesting because I'm tired of baby steps. Mm -hmm. Well, I am too, and I think we're running out of time. Ready for leaps and bounds. Yeah, I am ready for it. That's a good way to put it. And let's see where the where the chips fall. Mm-hmm. Democratic hero Joe Biden, his quote this week really sat wrong with me. Well, I didn't hear that. The oh. one where he basically said millennials should stop whining because we really had it tough back in the 70s. Mm. And this is why he should not run. For yeah. sure. Yeah. You know, look, we were there in various ages probably. They were tough. Look, being sent over to Vietnam, protests and people getting getting shot on campus and presidents resigning, Cold War. Gas lines. Yeah, there was. Even odd days and stuff like that. Shit, like serious stuff going down. But it was such a, you kids today don't know how good you got it. There is ways that they do have it better. There's ways that they, a yeah, lot of a lot ways worse. that they don't. Yeah, yes, a lot worse. worse. Yeah. 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 It's like, you know, we talked about this before. Is like, would I bring a child into this kind of world, you know, or future or would generations? You, would you want to be 16 again? Oh. In today's age. Not if I, not what I know. <sighs> yeah. Not no. with what I know now. No. Yeah. For sure. I, uh, for sure I wouldn't. Were the prospects for a better life better for you? Than they are now. Sure, it didn't seem like it at the time, but it does. Yeah. It is now. Right. Yeah. In comparison. Right. The, the, the climb yeah. is is way steeper. Mm-hmm. Way steeper, and the and the drop off between the peop- those who have and those who are trying. That chasm lot, has gotten a lot wider. Big time. Oh yeah. Yep. Big time. Like you you got it or you don't. So yeah. that whole little bits and pieces. Yeah. I want movement. I want, I want movement now. Because you know, back in the seventies too, and that's the thing I don't understand. Biden, I'll have to look up that quote, is like corporations back in the 70s respected people. Maybe not totally. They were forced to. But a whole lot more than they are now. They don't care about laying off people now. Back then, I think they had a little bit more heart. It's the almighty bottom line. Hmm. I don't know if they did, but they do. it does seem more heartless now. How many companies now have a pension plan compared to... Hardly any. Yeah. Extreme. Well, yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Is you know when I was you know employed for a large corporation back then, it was there. accept you know yeah. the accepted uh, you know natural thing that you were going to retire with a gold watch from that company. Yeah, you worked there for you know thirty or forty years, and, 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 and the yeah. and the slogan of the company I worked for was "People are our most important asset." Yeah, not really. Shareholders are our most important asset. You know. Shareholder value. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's flipped. And that was right, the 70s, they, 80s is where a lot of that shit started. A large flipping. corporate value. Is, you know, they're beholden to their shareholders. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the way always corporations operated. But yeah. at least at some point they had kind of a tension there with. So you think you think when I'm knocking on doors, I should tell people to, like, you know what? You should delete Facebook. <laughs> vote, vote, vote for my candidate and delete Facebook. Yeah. Forget the fact that there's a Facebook URL on this. Yeah, right. On right, this right, thing right, handing yeah, right. you. You know, like, you, sh- you should delete Facebook. Huh. Uh, so, another podcast where we didn't come up with any answers. That's 31 in a row. 
The streak is unbroken. <laughs> We're the Lou Gehrig. But I did. No there, was, there was an article in the AGC. See <laughs> what happened to him. Lou Gehrig's disease. No, there was an article. Yeah, disease with your name. After him, you know? Disease with your name that's all a, over that's it. That's a legacy right there. Yeah, there was an article on the AGC today on on Facebook. And I can't remember if it was from like the Washington Post or whatever, but kind of talking about ways to kind of manage that. And, and one of the things I thought was interesting is to log out on a, on a very regular basis. So in other words, you're not always constantly checking it. I mean, so that'd be like a first step. Is, mm-hmm. is, so you have to actively you're log in. deconstructing social media. Yeah. I'm not. It's like article was. Maybe you should. Well, they Jeff. make it. You had make a it lifetime of deconstructing. You're good at it. It's like you, you turn your phone on and it's got that little red dot next to it. It's oh, got little, oh, yeah, I gotta check it. There's six things. I got, I got fingers. Yeah, tap it. It's like a slot machine. Well, and, and I they did make do that. it like that on purpose. I did that on my it's phone. Purposely addictive. No, you can you can opt out to you know, where it doesn't show how many. You think you have power? I do mine, have power. You, mine did you know, that I, on its I own. Can I can figure out I want. how to get the I can little red dot back. Anytime I want. I don't need your cigarette. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, one thing I I, I'm a social some, drinker. Yeah, somebody <laughs> said uh, the way that they're kind of taking a step back from it was deleting the app on their phone. Where the only way that they'll go on Facebook on, yeah. is they have to load, you know, pull up their laptop, yeah. log That's on. That's the, the beginning of my deconstruction. Yeah, was that is that a step you went through? Oh yeah, yeah absolutely, oh, yeah. sure. Get rid of the phone app. Get rid of the phone app. And and then you have to go online on your laptop. And then read about all the terrible things that they do and the terrible ways they have lied. And then you go, huh, hmm. I, I, can't, I can't support this. I should post about oh, this. Oh, back on my soapbox. Look how tall I am. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing in the article they mentioned was, I guess it's a Mozilla browser where you can set up Facebook on a separate window or whatever, so it doesn't creep on your other um, web mm-hmm. browsing stuff. I can stop anytime I want. Well, no, no. Well, I'm just... I can stop anytime yeah. I want. This is... I'm it, talking it about... Does, it doesn't have no, me. No, no, I own it. This mm-hmm. Look at where it is on that kind of tab that's mm-hmm. not mixed with everything mm-hmm. else. And, oh, all I got to do is, oop, there it is. Oh, give me Facebook. But it's, but it's not grabbing my mm-hmm. other stuff. <laughs> Oh, this is a nicotine patch I, I, approach. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like yeah. the way it tastes. Right. <laughs> I'm still good in the high, but not the addiction. Not not the right. lung cancer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I apologize to the listeners. I've beaten the, I've beaten this to death, and I promise you that I will talk about this again. Yeah. This will definitely come up. But it's definitely you know oh, yeah, there's, food there's for my prediction. Mm-hmm. We will talk about it. Yeah. We will talk be... about this. We will talk about evangelicals. We will talk about mainline. Emergent movements, ding, ding. and uh, but I would definitely like oh, to see sure. some. I would like to see some feedback on this conversation because I mean, yeah. this is something. Leave that, us a Twitter comment. Go on our otherwise, Facebook. It on Facebook. We won't. Otherwise, yeah, Jerry won't see it. On otherwise, Facebook. it doesn't exist. <laughs> so maybe it's a good time. Or email for you email to drop you. us a line at. The Godless Heathens at Yahoo.com. Indeed. Take out a piece of paper and write us a letter. (laughs) (laughs) We're not going to tell you where to mail it. No. (laughs) It's like Santa Claus. Just write Godless Heathens on the envelope and throw it in a mailbox with with a stamp. (laughs) By the way, speaking of letters, the Shepherd's Chapel is not on my cable system, so I can't tape it. So I'm going to have to watch it on regular TV. What? Unless I'm spelling it wrong, it's on. I don't think I get have to, channel 57 from Dalton on my cable. It, I found a new channel that it's TV? on. 
It's a religious channel. It's in the 250s in the uh, on the dish, uh, but I don't have to wait till midnight to watch my Shepherd's Chapel anymore. It comes on earlier in the day. And yeah. they don't YouTube this? I don't know. Well, I, I, they're, they're, I've got they're TV. Not, they're not wired <laughs> that way. They're not high I'm there. sure there's a Shepherd's Chapel YouTube channel, but I have not. Uh, I will watch it on TV yeah. even if I have to get up to do it. The, again. Because I'm going to write him a letter. The I'm going to get on. The last, that's, my two, that's my 2019 goal. You're going to read my letter on Shepherd's Chapel. And read letters on, on the air? you got to watch, man. The last 20 minutes is him with a stack of oddly shaped pieces of paper that don't match. And going that's through. That's a good tip. Yeah. I'm going to put it on an odd piece of paper. You need a weird, like a weird I want color, a strange envelope, or a weird too. shape piece yes. of paper, or something. Yes, I send something circular. Yes, <laughs> like if you go, if you if, if you see somebody has like a notepad that's shaped like I don't know a camel or something, you know, right. just some crate. Yeah, yeah. Write it on that and because there is a, there is a visual up. element. Oh yeah, because if it just if it's circular or I don't know if triangular, that could be devil. Mm. Triangle, but yeah, I'll, I'll think of something. Yeah. That's my that's my 2019 right. goal. And if that's on there, yeah, we'll have to pot about that. I'm, I'm going to be Gerald from Georgia. Shepherd, what? What's it called? Shepherd's Chapel. 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 All right. The Murrays. It's father and son outfit. Can they sit here? Open chair? No, they, you don't want them on there. Here. No. Yeah. Okay. But the next time you're in Gravette, Arkansas. I think it's Gravette. Oh, is it? I think we've, we've been, been mispronouncing it. I think we've been mispronouncing it, but that's, that's fair. Well, apologies point. to Nietzsche, yeah, to the, Nietzsche, to the fine Gravet, or Gravit. Yeah. So where 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 can they leave something that I will see it on Twitter at the uh, at Godless Podcast, right on, but not Facebook. No, Jerry I won't see. Do not go to the closed, hidden, and private Facebook group if you want to reach Gary. Do if you want yeah. to trash me because I will be oblivious. Actually, don't. If you're going to trash me, trash me on Twitter. Actually, this is when I knew that you were completely off Facebook because when I set up the closed, private, hidden group, I put you and you and me as admins, as admins. and we're down to two admins. See, your your account is officially non-existent. At I this am point. living Whoa. my beliefs. There you go. There you go. Not on Twitter, though. <laughs> Not on Twitter. Jimmy's Twitter. <laughs> Facebook purgatory. But you can listen to us anywhere. <clears throat> iTunes. Only five-star ratings. Jeff will not be discussing this later. <laughs> Podbean, even though we pay more than the religious, godlessheathens.podbean.com. YouTube, in between anti-vax and Alex Jones videos on the Godless Heathens podcast channel. And the best goddamn podcatcher app on the planet, Overcast. Yes, yes. Open invitation to Andy Stanley. We have a chair right here for Andy or Kim Davis. Yeah. Jesus or Moses, we'd love to have any of you guys come and sit with us. So hit us up. See you next time. See you next year. How next did Andy Stanley get billing above Jesus? It doesn't seem right. Because we're sucking up to him. Yeah. We're marketing. Because he's local, so we have a better chance. And he's real. probable of him coming. He's real, yeah. (laughs) Kim Davis, she lives way up in Kentucky somewhere. I've still got my money on Jesus. Yeah. All right. right. We'll see you all in a couple weeks. Bye.
Someone left the party and the devil is my friend. Yeah, the devil is my friend. 